Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm your host, Frank Hanrahan from Veasan. I uh, took a tough, uh, tough L last night in the NBA. I gave out uh, the Suns minus the nine. I think it closed at minus eleven on Bet Rivers, and the Suns did not cover. I think they won by six against the Utah Jazz. <laughs> 17 and 21 documented, but three and one in the NFL. Coming up, we're going to break down Wizards and the LA Clippers tonight. Want to get into some college hoops as well, Georgetown and Maryland in action. And I got this email today, uh, which rose my eyebrows about Maryland. And I want to touch on that as well, just sort of a state of the Terps and how far they have sort of fallen in the last few years. So I want to get to that as well. Oh, and of course, we're going to continue to analyze and break down the NFL playoff matchups uh, come Sunday. Chiefs and the Bengals and the Niners and the Rams for the right to go play in the Super Bowl. And as I look right now at BedRivers.com, of course, download that BetRivers app right now. Chiefs are minus seven. Total 54 and a hook. And the Niners are plus three at the Rams. And the total is 46 and a half. As you know by now, the Super Bowl is in the Rams' home stadium. So a chance for L.A. to win and stay home and play in the Super Bowl two weeks from this Sunday. Uh, Does that factor in to the uh, game? Of course it does. It all factors in to that number come Sunday. So we'll, we'll break that down a little bit, give you some of my early ideas. Still got a long way to go before Sunday's game. And like I said, I was three and one this past weekend. So we're going to try to continue to ride that hot hand. The uh, Wizards are home tonight to the L.A. Clippers. The number at Bet Rivers is the Wizards minus four against Los Angeles, who has not uh, been very good this year. They've had injuries. Paul George has been uh, in and out of the lineup. Wizards are fully stacked, fully loaded. Everybody's COVID-free finally, and yet they are stinking it up. That's what's so amazing. A couple uh, games ago, was, oh, for the first time all season, Wizards have everybody back. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's healthy. And then they kind of just S to bed. 
And I never like the excuse of, oh, they're trying to find the rotation. They've got too many players trying to figure out who is on the floor, yada, yada. They're still getting used to each other. Uh, we're 46 games into the season, man. Been, a, been plenty of time to create chemistry in practice, right? Uh, there, there's no excuses at this point. So the fact that they've lost two straight in just embarrassing fashion, lost to Toronto, then got smoked by the Celtics uh, on Sunday, and the Wizards are still a four-point favorite over the L.A. Clippers. Now, if you go to BetRivers.com and on the app, they've got this really cool tips link to give you an idea of the matchup. And in fact, in this matchup, the home team has won 10 of the last 11 games clips wizards but the wizards have failed to cover the spread in nine of their last 10 games that's a heater (laughs) it's not good i think i've given out the wizards in a couple of those games including the raptors which i think was basically a pick them because they didn't have kyle kuzma and they still um well they got rolled But they got Kuzma back for the Celtics game and got rolled. He was one of the few bright spots. But right now, everything is is gloom and doom for this Wizards team. How do they respond tonight against the LA Clippers? I think we will learn a lot about this squad tonight. Does it have any sort of... um, Does that make me think one way or the other in terms of touching this game possibly possibly i'll give up my release in just a few minutes but as i am looking at this matchup right now it just it's just such a low number minus four wizards favored by four i would think a desperate team at home against a clipper squad that isn't very good the number would be a little bit higher maybe in the six to seven range but i've been been awfully wrong before but again, I would wait until the uh, tip-off to make a play, but I'll give you a release before the end of the show in terms of the Wizards and the Clippers because that is a low number, really low number. Mine is four, and the total is 219 and a half. Whew. Whew. So a lot of the uh, discussion on social media the last couple of days after the Celtics blowout loss is, you know, what? where is this team? We, we touched on it yesterday. Uh, a meddling 500 ball club after a 10 and three start. You do the math at 23 and 23. Uh, they're trending in the wrong direction. You've got a player in Bradley Beal that is basically uh, very wishy-washy about his future here in DC, even though the team has paid him oodle stacks of money. Uh, you know, he can be a free agent. Uh, he can sign this huge amount of money to stick in D.C. Super max deal, like five years, $240 million. Or he can wait for free agency and go to the highest bidder in terms of that maneuver. Wizards can cut that off of the pass and say, all right, well, if you're going to leave, we are going to trade you and get something in return. And after the last couple of days, I think more and more folks are starting to think about that Bradley Beal probably should be moved. But I've said on this podcast many times, they're not going to do that. I think they try to stick and stay with Beal as long as they can. They love him. The GM loves him. 
The GM has said that there is still time to be needed for the squad to gel, even though we're more than halfway through this NBA season. And the Wizards are stuck, actually. You know what? I said 500. They are a game under 500. E6, my mistake, 23 and 24. And just 13 and 11 at home. So after years of being so average, they are average again. And that begs a question. Since the trade deadline is coming up, should you be buyers or should you be sellers? And I think we have seen what this team is capable of. We get up high and we think, boy, they've got depth. They've got some talent. And when they put it all together, they're pretty good. But then we see games like the Raptors, see games like the Celtics. They're just too hot and cold. And I think the jury is out and they've come back and they've deliberated And I think you you got to make some moves. You got to trade some of these veterans for younger guys, younger draft picks, something else, something different. And it's not, you don't have to have this grand scheme, this grand plan, because whatever plan they've had for the last 45 years has never panned out. But you got to try something new, try something different. You got a young coach. You got some good veterans, some good pieces that contending teams would want. Try to get some assets in terms of draft picks coming back. Last three drafts have been, you know, sort of like your record, average. Kispert's been okay. We can see that he can shoot the three a little bit. Denny Avdia can play some defense, but his offense is miles to go. He's not a bad slasher. I can see him being a pretty productive NBA player. And the jury's very much out on Rory Hachimura, who who spent most of the first half of the season uh, taking a mental health break. So those are your last three draft picks. So you've still got to figure out what you're going to do with them. But I I stick with them because hey, we don't want to we don't want to draft and 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 start molding and then say the hell with you, get out of here for something else. I I, I would stick with them for now. But you got veterans like Harrell. I think he's he's a big-time uh, asset to a contending team. Good sixth or seventh man off the bench brings the energy. We've seen it. We like him. Spencer Dinwiddie, could he be moved? He could be. His, his, I mean, his, his salary is really high. But there's another guy I'd try to ship out of here because I don't think he meshes well. Again, we've seen 46, 47 games. And then there's my guy, Davis Bertans. You have to do everything in your power to try to trade this guy. Just have to. He's making $16, 17000000 million. I don't know if he's tradable, honestly, if anybody's going to take his uh, salary. But he would be a very good piece for a contending team. But again, do the dollars and the cents make sense for that squad to take on his salary? You got one hand behind your back here if you're the Wizards. Because he's not been playing well, hasn't been playing that much. And he's a one-trick pony, making $16, $17 million a year. And he's almost untradeable. So if you can figure out one team that really needs a sharp shooting three 
to help you compete and contend for a championship, then let's let's make a deal. But I don't know if there is any squad that would take him on. So there, <laughs> there's, what am I talking about? I don't think there's any team that wants Davis Bertans outside of the Wizards who really don't want him now because he makes too much money and does nothing. So in honor of the uh, late, great Louis Anderson, this is why uh, you're making the big bucks, Tommy Shepard. The GM's got to earn his keep and, and try to figure out a way to weave and uh, acquire some picks because I think that's the only thing you can do for your fan base is give us the, some hope. I've been a fan since I was, uh, you know, in diapers and underoos. It's been 40. Let's do the math. Let's see, I'm 48. They won when I was five. So it's been 43 years since they've won a title. Think about that, 43 years. And in that span, they have not won 50 games. I mean, it's quite something. And yet here we are just applauding mediocrity and not doing anything to change the path of it. Just going through the same old, same old. Latching on to a pretty good player and saying, oh, he, you know, he can't go anywhere. That's what I'm thinking. They're thinking. They need to make trades. Establish yourself for the future. Look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Three years ago, they sucked. Cannons. Drafted young. Look at that Mobley kid. Got some young guards. Kevin Love's hanging on by a thread, but all of a sudden they're pretty good. It took them three years. Three years. Uh, I'm looking at the standings right now, and the Cleveland Cavaliers are 29 and 19, bro. 29 and 19, fifth in the East. Wizards on the outside looking in. It can't be done. Just are you willing to do it? Are you willing to strap up and say, whatever we're trying to do isn't working. We've got to ship out these veterans, get something in return, some draft picks, some younger players, and let's let's build for the future. But they're too afraid to try something different, I guess. So the Wizards taking on the Clippers tonight. It is uh, Wizards minus four. I don't like this number at all. Uh, I think the Wizards have looked downright atrocious. Uh, it makes no sense to take the Wizards minus four. And I am going to do it. I'm going to take the Wizards minus four tonight. Local play, everybody. My local release. I think they bounce back. I think they actually play with some pride. They didn't show up against the Celtics. But this is the classic Wizards move just when everybody's killing them and beating them down to a pulp, saying how much they stink. They'll respond tonight with a victory. So I'm taking the Wizards plus, excuse me, minus the four at Bed River Sportsbook against the L.A. Clippers tip-off at 7-10 tonight from Capital One Arena. Documented 17-21. And and let's see if I can pick up a, uh, a victory tonight. And get closer to 500 as we head into the weekend for the uh, NFL playoffs. Straight ahead here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bed River Sportsbook. College basketball tonight. Maryland visiting Rutgers, trying to avenge an earlier season loss. And Georgetown is on the road against uh, UConn. Both 
Local teams are big time. Well, one of them is a big time underdog. We'll break down those matchups and my thoughts on the Terps. Got an email about their squad. We'll discuss next. DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Handran from Beeson. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 DC CityCast presented by Bed Rivers. I'm Frank Hanran from Vison rolling on on a Tuesday. Do not forget, if you listen to the DC CityCast on Spotify, you can now leave us a rating. So do that today. We appreciate all of your support. Follow along here at Hanran on Twitter. So we got some college hoops as well tonight with uh, Maryland at uh, Rutgers and checking out the uh, Bed Rivers uh, sports book at bedrivers.com. Of course, download that app right now. Uh, Maryland is visiting Rutgers, and Maryland is fresh off of a uh, impressive home victory against number 17, Illinois, even though they didn't have Kofi uh, Coburn, the big fella for Illinois in the lineup. Maryland won by 16, 81-65. Now they visit Rutgers, a team that beat them uh, just uh, about two weeks ago at uh, I was about to say Cole Fieldhouse at Xfinity Center in College Park. They pulled away late. And Rutgers is just a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Maryland tonight. Total is 132-and-a-half, so expect the grinder. I like the Terps in this spot. Not official release, but I like Maryland plus the three-and-a-half. They picked up a couple wins now in the Big Ten, looking a little bit better under Danny Manning. Dante Scott, their junior, blew up for 25 against Illinois. Uh, last time on the road, they they did not look good at Michigan. But this is a very low number conference play game. Rutgers uh, is fighting for an NCAA tournament berth. Things would lean toward the Scarlet Knights. And I'm going to go contrarian here and take Maryland plus the three and a half tonight. Maybe I'll give it out as an official release. Another local official release tip-off tonight at 8 o'clock. And let me check out the tips from at Bed Rivers. Uh, Rutgers has won uh, their last nine Tuesday games at Jersey Mike's Arena. Who knew it was Jersey Mike's Arena? I think it's a Jersey company, isn't it? <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> Jersey Mike's, yes, it is a Jersey company. So Rutgers has won each of its last nine Tuesday games at Jersey Mike's Arena. It is a Jersey company. Can Maryland snap that string or at least cover the line? Yes, plus three and a half. Give me the Terps uh, tonight. Georgetown, who who for so many games had not covered the line. Last two games, they've covered the spread. But tonight, uh, Georgetown is plus 15 and a half. Up 15 and a half. At uh, at UConn, total is one forty-seven and a half. Connecticut has won uh, their last twelve night games at home, and yes, this is an eight thirty tip. But can they cover that fifteen and a half line? Um, 
hot seat hotter each loss for Coach Patrick Ewing. Hoyas showed some fight, but in the end lost by 11 to Villanova this past weekend. They are still winless uh, in the Big East. I think they remain winless tonight. And I don't think they uh, make it competitive against UConn, even though they've got a couple decent pieces, Harris and Muhammad, decent backcourt. Um, the number is there for a reason. I'll take the Huskies minus 15 and a half to beat the Georgetown Hoyas. The money line, by the way, is Georgetown plus 950. I think it was plus 750 at home against uh, Villanova. It didn't even come close. UConn, you'd have to you'd have to wager 2,000 bucks to win 100 there at minus 2,000. Just that's just way too much. Uh, I did mention I got an email from Maryland's um, PR department, and I I had to do one of those double takes. Like, oh my God, has it really been that long? So the email reads: Maryland to celebrate 20th anniversary of the NCAA championship on February 27th. Now, I actually went and covered the 15th anniversary, which seemed like yesterday. So that was in 2017. And now we're already up to the 20th anniversary celebration of the 2002 NCAA championship, which, in fact, I was at that game in 2002 in uh, in, uh, in Atlanta when the Terps beat Indiana, which seems like lifetimes ago. Uh, Maryland's going to play Ohio State 4 o'clock on February 27th, and they're going to have Coach Gary Williams, former players including Juan Dixon, Steve Blake, Lonnie Baxter expected to be in attendance. Uh, 20 years, man, since they won the national championship. And since then, uh, you know, I've had some flashes, but what sticks out to me is, A, leaving the Big Ten. Colossal mistake. Just colossal mistake. And the hiring of Mark Turgeon. Those are the two big things that have happened in the last 20 years. And the radar of Maryland basketball is is right now barely a blip. And that's a shame. Because at one point, you know, late 80s or mid 80s with Len Bias. And then the comeback with Walt Williams. And then the mid 90s squads and the hiring of Gary Williams. And then the uh, icing on the cake with the championship in 2002. They got to the Final Four, remember, in 2001. And then they won the title in 2002. And you're thinking, this this program is going to be one of the elite in college hoops for many years. And sadly, it went the exact opposite. Now, I think the Terps won the ACC title in 2005 or something, which was only three, thousand, three years later, beating Duke in that great comeback. But really, since then, there have not been many watermark uh, events for Maryland basketball. There was a Grievous Vasquez uh, time, which was fun. They lost a tough one to Michigan State, I believe, 2010-2011. But outside of the few, oh, remember that, oh, remember that, the consistency level for Maryland basketball has just been so disappointing. And now we're to the point of they've got an interim coach. They've got two wins in the Big Ten. They don't make much noise on clearly the national level. And even locally now, it's and I think I told you this. They'd have games where I'd say, oh, wow, I didn't even realize Maryland was playing. Didn't even realize they were playing. <laughs> and that's a shame. 
So how can they, how can they change course, right? How can they make things better? And we all know the answer to that. Whoever their next head coach is, man, like this, this search is going to be national. They've got to get eight. And that's the thing. Like what's a big name nowadays in college basketball? You know, Auburn is number one in the country with Bruce Pearl, who's been good at many stops. Um, you can't get the Patinos of the world. You can't get the uh, Caliparis of the world. That's going to be a very tough job for the athletic director in Maryland to, to figure out who their next head coach is going to be. Like, who are we going to go after? Are we going to go after a young, unproven assistant? Are we going to go with a mid-major guy, elevate him up to our spot? It's a really tough call. There was that hubbub early about the Alabama coach, but I don't think he's going to go anywhere. They're going to offer him too much money to stay. This is going to be an interesting offseason for the Maryland Terrapins. Now, they still got a regular season in front of them. They could still perhaps turn some things around to a degree to make this, this season respectable and folks to actually care. But I'm watching the Maryland-Illinois game on Friday night, and there's maybe three, 4,000 people. That's that's tough. So they got to build build the buzz and the interest back up um, this offseason because I think it's pretty much a wash uh, for this year. Like they, I don't know how much they can do to get people back in to Xfinity Center to support them. Yeah, clearly winning, but I feel like there's something else to it that they're just not they're just not that interesting this year, and that's too bad. Because for so long, Maryland Terps was was right up there in terms of local interest and local support. So we'll see how it shakes out tonight as Maryland is a three-and-a-half-point dog at Rutgers. Again, I like uh, Maryland getting the points. UConn, I, I like them, minus 15-and-a-half, hosting uh, Georgetown. When we return here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers, some early numbers on who the public is taking in the NFL playoffs. Always find this fascinating. I think you will too. We will touch on that next. DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Hanran from Beeson. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 Tuesday edition DC CityCast rolls on. I'm your host, Frank Han, ran from VEASAN. Of course, this uh, podcast presented by Bet Rivers. And uh, thanks to the good folks at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, we have the Super Bowl futures odds. Since Green Bay was knocked out, do you know who the new favorite is to win it all? Do you know, do you know, do you know? And here's the cool thing that the folks at Bet Rivers uh, let me in on. The Chiefs right now are the favorite at plus 125. So they are a big-time favorite. But if you took them in week nine, they were plus 1,300. <laughs> oh, how it swings. They were sort of a long shot. And now because of that incredible, miraculous victory over the Bills, they're your favorite to win the Super Bowl right now at plus 125. The Rams, plus 210, 
Now, if you're taking the Rams in the offseason before this all started, they were at plus 2,000. The Niners, one of the long shots to win it all, facing off against the uh, Rams come Sunday, plus 450. Now, look at this. Back on week 10, the 49ers were plus 10,000 to win the Super Bowl. So, I'll buy that for a dollar. It's a uh, RoboCop mention, if any of you get that. All right, Bengals are the longest shot at plus 800 to win the Super Bowl. You might as well put a little bit up on these uh, on these long dogs. Long dogs. Super dogs. Why not? I mean, put 10 bucks on the Bengals, you get 80. If you lose, you lose. You lose 10 bucks, whatever. On week one, the Cincinnati Bengals were plus 15,000 to win the Super Bowl. Plus 15,000. Um yeah, so um, they are your longest shot to win it all uh, come after this weekend. Yeah, that's interesting. Very interesting. So, um, again, checking out Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the current line, Chiefs minus seven this weekend against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the NFC title game. Very short number. Rams now minus three against San Francisco. Why is it so tiny? Why? is I don't understand. Like right now, I think the Rams would just blow them out. We have had this discussion. We're taking better quarterback in these spots. Chiefs, I'm taking Mahomes to win. Not saying they're going to cover. I'm saying to win, but because the Rams number is so low, Rams minus three, Stafford is better than Jimmy Garoppolo, right? He is. So the Rams minus three. (sighs) My question is, and maybe you have the answer for this. Why is it so low? Why, you know, San Francisco has played well. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. And in fact, Let's look at the matchups during the uh, regular season. For some reason, it's slipping my mind. Uh, Right, because in the regular season, yeah, well, now we know. Niners beat them in overtime. That's right. They came back from two touchdowns back on January 9th to win that game 27-24, and that was in Los Angeles. This is why it's so hard. This one I'm going to have to take my sweet time on in terms of trying to figure out who's going to win this um, win this game come Sunday very very difficult to to gather and gauge the Chiefs on the other hand minus 7 hosting the Bengals I got to take Kansas City in this spot I, I don't think that uh, the Bengals have much of a hope here they gave up 9 sacks uh, the other night, maybe another slow start for the Chiefs, but I think they come around, they get revved up, they get going, and I think that they are the smart play here. I'd almost want to take them money line too. They are minus three thirty-five. Um, this is this is why it's so hard. But I'll, I'll, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think about this too much. I'm gonna take the Chiefs minus the seven. That will definitely be my release come Friday. But I'm still on the fence about the 49ers and the Rams, man. I got nothing here because the number is so short. San Francisco beat the Niners earlier. Rams look great for three quarters against Tampa Bay. 
Their confidence, I think, is a little bit shaken after what they did in the end against Tampa Bay. But, hey, a win is a win, and they advance on. They're one step away from hosting uh, their own Super Bowl. San Francisco's defense, stingy. We understand that. Did a nice job against Aaron Rodgers and company in Lambeau Field. For whatever reason right now, my tingle is the Rams. So maybe we'll have to go contrarian in this um, come Friday. But again, we got some time on that. To put a bow on this DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers tonight, 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 NBA. We're taking the Wizards minus the four, hosting the LA Clippers, who are two games under 500. Wizards are one game under 500. Um, they they usually rally when everybody's killing them. They've looked terrible the last two games, so we're going to take the Wizards minus the four. Uh, tonight against the L.A. Clippers. In college hoops, yeah, we'll do a release. We're going to release the Maryland Terrapins plus three and a half visiting Rutgers. I'm not, I, I, I lean towards UConn, but it's not going to be my official release towards my number. Again, documented 17 and 21. So tonight again, Wizards minus the four at home against the L.A. Clippers. And we're also going to take the Maryland Terrapins plus three and the hook uh, on the road at Rutgers. Wizards tip is uh, 7 o'clock, and Maryland, I believe, is at 8 o'clock. Best of luck. Have some fun. Remember, you can either ride, you can fade the hell out of me. You may want to start thinking about riding, because we're starting to to pick up some W's as we get closer to the uh, uh, weekend. Want to thank you for checking us out here on the DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. Reminder, follow along at J. Frank Hanrahan. Also, please leave a review on uh, Spotify, all of our podcasts, Apple, you name it, and continue to uh, check me out. We'll be back on Thursday to uh, get you set for the weekend. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. This has been the DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. See you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.